Hello, and welcome to What to Discuss Now. Yo, 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 yo. What's up? So, what, have you seen anything this weekend? So, did I see, uh, no. I did see a, a movie not too long ago. I'm trying to remember what movie it was. What was it? Because we were talking about glass last time. Oh yeah, it was glass. It was glass. <laughs> I guess yeah. I guess it was just glass. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Well, just so just glass. I, I saw yet. a couple movies this weekend. Um, watched the Sister Brothers with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, John C. Riley, and Jake Gyllenhaal. He's in that. Yeah, he's in that. Um, he has a big part in that actually. How was it? Uneven, but overall, I would probably give it a 6 out of 10. It looked like a dramedy, kind of. It was. The book was much better than the movie, and the movie was overly long for the adaptation of the book. I didn't know it was based off of a book. Yeah, the book was really funny, and the movie had its moments, but it wasn't as funny as the book was. Hmm. And then I went to go see They Shall Not Grow Old in 3D. Was it in IMAX? No, it was just in 3D. What? And that was a mess. <laughs> really? Yeah, like, Peter Jackson did a really good job converting all those old... War footage because it's like a uh-huh. hundred years old. Is it like World War One or two? It's like one, I believe. Okay. So he converted everything to color, having audio, all that. That was astounding. But overall, it was just a mess. I mean, my dad is so big into special features, and they had like a thirty-minute thing of how they mm-hmm. turned on that footage. That's cool. He looked. He was like, "Do you want to stay for the?" Special feature, I was like, it's really up to you. And he was like, like, even he wanted to leave after. Wow. Well, so what, what was so bad about, what was so, like, what was so messy about the movie? Like, the pacing was just, it felt like two and a half hours, but really it was 90 minutes. Now, is it like in a documentary format, or is it kind of like, uh, have you ever seen Ken Burns' Civil War? Yeah. Is it like that? It's much more in the documentary than the Ken uh, Burns stuff. Who do they even talk to? Or, like, who... Is it just the footage of, like... Yeah, it's the footage and they just talk to themselves, mainly. Oh, so it's, like, record... Hmm. Now, is it, like... It's literally just, like, footage and it's, like, that's it? Pretty much, yeah. Huh. Well, I guess that's probably why it... It was maybe like that because it's just a bunch of dudes like surviving during during a very catastrophic time in history. Yeah, and that was probably it too. Hmm. So I think it's more of an experience type of you know, it's not meant to be maybe it's not meant to be viewed as a movie, but it's meant to be viewed as like a... Uh, well, yeah, but you still have the museum and stuff like that. And I told my dad I probably would have had more fun at the museum. Hmm. I wanted to see it, but I guess I'll have to... It's about to come it. out 
on digital probably I think February twenty sixth. It's coming out. Yeah, but you you would want to see it on the big screen though. It's definitely made for three D, but yeah, if you have like a a seventy inch TV or something, then like they, I guess it. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you couldn't watch it like on your computer or like on twenty. No, it wouldn't have the same feel to it. That's like when uh. A bunch of people at work were going to see Dunkirk at work. It's like, what are you doing? Like, go see it in IMAX. Why you come here? Go see it in 77 RPX, at least. Like, Like, that's what me and my dad did. We went to go see it at 70 millimeter in RPX. Yeah, I bet that was intense. It was. And that's probably why I loved it. And I haven't seen it since, because I'm like... What would be the best? It's (laughs) probably not going to have the same impact. It won't. It won't. Which is kind of unfortunate. You know, movies that you see only in theaters because of, like, the scope of the cinematography. Kind of like The Dark Knight. I mean, I've watched that a billion times on, you know, I think it's done. I guess it's different. I mean, yeah, of course, it increases the effect when you watch it on a big screen. But I think what sells a movie big time, in my opinion, I think it's, like, if it does really well in terms of, like, Translating onto screen uh, on large screen format, but then taking it home and then having the the same effect, which is why it benefits to have a, a nice screen, a nice sound system and stuff. So it's right. kind of like you're seeing it in theater. Like Public Enemies. Do you remember that with Johnny yeah. Depp? Yeah. So Born, I kind of yeah, and the sound quality was like terrible in theaters. I. I didn't see it. <laughs> I remember seeing it in theaters and thought this would sound a whole lot better on my sound system at home. I saw that on a... What did I see that on? Was it Amazon, Netflix? I don't remember. It might have been Netflix. Maybe. That's like the only Johnny Depp movie that I liked when he wasn't like a cartoon dude. You know, like an Edward Scissorhands, yeah. Jack Sparrow type, you know? Like, that's one of the only few movies that I like of Johnny Depp where like he isn't... He's an actual dude. Black Mass? Yeah, and Black Mass. I was about to say, yeah, and Black Mass, yeah. Um, but few and far between, you know. Like, if you've seen, like, Transcendence or The Ninth Gate. Oh, or, Transcendence was so awful. Dude. So, when I, when I was still living in L.A., I remember when I was working at that theater when, like, it came out, and, like, no one saw it. I think, I remember... And the thing is, it had my boy Clifton Collins Jr. in it. Dude, the whole cast was banging. Like, the whole cast. And it would have waste. Like, yeah. it just felt... Why? We never <laughs> had to really clean that theater particularly because, like, <laughs> no one was really in it to make a mess. <laughs> I remember there was, like, one guy who had, like, a box of candy. So I remember when he was, like, walking out, I asked him, like, you know, how was it? And he's just like, honestly, dude, like... Again with Johnny, and it's funny. It's almost like he read, read my mind. Like, again with Johnny Depp and like him being like a regular dude, but then he's just so boring. I'm like, yeah, I I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of actors that are like that. That when they're a character, they're like super good. Yeah, but when they're like just over like a the dude, top. Yeah, but like Matthew McConaughey, I think is one of them. Well, I think with him, he's too much. Of a dude, you, you'll never see him like in like a like a cartoony like movie. And Let he, us not forget, Rain of Fire. I haven't seen it. 
<laughs> Jeremy was telling me how awesome that movie was the other day, actually. Ugh. So I need I need to I need to watch it. The only thing I really remember of that movie is just fire breathing dragons, and that's it. Hmm. Is it Christian Bale in that? Too? Yep. That's probably why I hated it at the time. <laughs> For so long, I just did not like Bale at all. Really? I was a fan of him pretty much since I watched American Psycho. That is one I really love with him. That's a great movie. And that... Despite the the dark subject matter. And that's what I miss about movies. Like, they're no longer that really dark. And they don't offend people. I miss being able to offend people and me being offended. I miss that. It's because everyone's offended by everything now. Kind of. So, like... All the edgy stuff are all, like, are on... The Netflix. platforms now, yeah. Yeah, like Netflix, yeah. Hulu, so they can yeah. be just buried under the table. Yeah, you'd be like, yeah, this guy got decapitated and set on fire and stuff like that. And got raped by a thousand, uh, you, know, like, yeah. you know, you'll never see something Speaking like that. Speaking of which, uh, Netflix just acquired the Zac Efron, Ted Bundy movie. So is it going to be a Netflix original or is it still going to have a theatrical release? It's probably gonna knowing Netflix is probably only gonna be released in theaters in LA or New York. It could you know, it could be like um Annihilation where like They release it in theaters and then overseas it premieres on Netflix. Yeah. 'Cause that's that's what that's what they did for Annihilation, like I know Netflix had the inter- the international right distribution rights for it. Which is weird because so. it's on Amazon Prime right now. Yeah. I have my mom watched it. She wasn't a fan. She doesn't like slow burn movies, really. I love slow burn she, movies. She, the other day, was watching Hereditary and I have to yet to ask her, like, how, do you, how, how does what, she what feel? She th- I haven't heard anything, so <laughs> maybe, maybe she wasn't a fan, or, you know. Um, but uh, that's cool. I am curious with... Zach, I was. I mean, ever since the paper boy, I can see him pulling it off. Zach Efron hat, like I, th- I think he's made. You know, speaking of which, he's just waiting for that one role to kind of defy him. Yeah, uh, I, I feel the same way with Robert Pattinson. The Rover was fantastic. Good times. I was about to say, like the Rover and Good Time, incredible movies. Especially Good Time. I loved Good Time. That is great. I, I thought the guy who played his brother deserved an Oscar nomination. I agree. I agree. That was a great movie. And I'm like, Twilight dude. Now, you know, so I think it's cool when actors who are usually typecasted or are part of like a fandom franchise. And yeah, stuff, like. And they start to transition into more set in stone uh, character roles that define them. Just as an actor, not just as a as a teenage heartthrob. Because, you know, they get older, the fans get older. Yeah, like when yeah. he was first coming out in movies, he was doing stuff like Seventeen again. Yeah. And speaking on Zac Efron, not Robert, of course. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing Seventeen again and stuff like Me and Orson Welles. Mm-hmm. And occasionally he does stuff like The Greatest So Man, but mm-hmm. he's trying to break out of that. You know who I haven't seen in a long time... Guy Pierce, speaking of the road. I haven't seen him in a minute. Maybe he's chilling. Maybe he's not really 
acting, really. He's yeah. Just hanging out. Like, I spoke to uh, Darren Lynn Bozeman for St. Agatha yeah. uh, this past week, and he's saying he's doing more stuff in immersive theater, so maybe that's kind of... Maybe a lot of actors now are doing more theater stuff. Maybe, but I, I don't know. I haven't seen Guy Pearce in a minute. Hmm. Hmm. The last thing I saw him in was Lawless. Well, no, sorry, The Rover, because it came out, what, 23? Yeah, and then Lawless, that was one of Jason Blum's first productions he did. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. You know they're doing Spawn, the reboot. Yeah, and they're having Todd McFarlane direct well, it. Well, again, because Todd McFarlane's one of those types of guys is like, I'm going to do shit myself since HBO Which could backfire. It could, but I'm hopeful. Because I, I think he's a swell dude. and He is. He's a really cool dude. He reminds me of, like, he's that type of guy that, like, a chorus, like, has it, but still grinding, you know? Yeah. And plus, he's a comp, he's a comic book writer. They're so low on, like, the totem pole and the grand scheme of things, but the fact that he's he's taking charge, doing things himself, I think that's really cool. Him directing, we'll see. Maybe it could be uh, a, a stellar, like... I like the vision that they have. Like they yeah, want it looks to really where, dark and gritty. And well, they want it to where it's it's Jeremy Renner and I forgot the other guy. Joseph Gordon Levitt is he in it? I don't remember. Um, they're they're having it like a like a like a creature movie. Like Spawn is kind of like the yeah. boogeyman. Like kind of pops up. Like instead of being a main character, which is a really interesting. Like it's just going to be ominous throughout. Which is cool. I yeah. dig that. Um, I was talking to you know it's funny I was talking to Jerry about because he loves Spawn. He was telling me that he he loves that 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 take. Yeah. Like, so like that visit of it. Uh huh. I think I think they should do that. Honestly, I think they should do that with a Batman movie. Have it to where like it's the perspective of GCPD, but then Batman like you know what I mean? Like that would yeah. be kind of cool. Hopefully, maybe they'll do it this next with Bat- the Batman. It's yeah. going to be interesting who ends up. Playing Batman. Yeah, we'll see. It's too bad about uh, Affleck, but... Yeah, I think it's his rehab and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. I know he's had it issues for a minute. He's been, uh, had issues since the beginning. Yeah, but you know, it's more... Because I remember hearing st- stories. It was funny because I like listening to Kevin Smith's podcast. And Jason Mewes had a story where he and Ben Affleck were in rehab at the same time. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) But we'll see. We'll see who plays Batman this time. Because I I thought Ben Affleck was the best one since Michael Keaton. Uh. I think. For me, I think he was like the best Batman, but his Bruce Wayne was like mm, I think Christian Bale was like the best Bruce Wayne out of all of them. But his Batman was terrible. Yeah, his Batman was whereas Ben Ben's a big dude. So him as Batman he was like holy shit. But then his Bruce Wayne eh? but I feel like he, he I felt like he could have got I don't know. They you know, sometimes these studios don't give their actors chances. They give it like you have one shot, you blow it, you're out. 
And I think Warner Brothers, honestly, I feel like they never be- never truly believed in Ben Affleck and uh, Henry Cavill. Yeah, because and Henry Cavill was a great Superman. I as a Superman, I th- I thought he was great, better than the other dude, Brandon Robert. You know, whatever happened to him? Uh, he started being on television after that, <laughs> and then he's on Legends of Tomorrow as another. Yeah, person, another hero, which is kind of cool. I think full circle, kind of staying in, you know, the realm of DC. They, which is cool. Like they thought of him, like, hey, you he Superman one time, you can well, cast let's give him you as another this, chance, buddy. Yeah, give him another chance as maybe some other guy, which is cool. A lot of series will not do that. They'll be like, you're done, messed up. That we're not see ya. You get, you know, you get cut off. <laughs> so, um, but I thought I liked Henry Cavill's. Perf- performance as Superman and honestly like it's unfortunate that them two Henry's up on the come up in terms of like being a more established actor in America he has a Netflix TV show coming out I see that yeah I saw that The the Witcher yeah Um, which is based off the book not the game so that's gonna probably piss a lot of people off that don't realize that they already are kind of like um I'm giving it a shot. I love the I love the Witcher. You know, I love those games. I not, I didn't know they're actually books until they I played that. and I didn't research. Yeah, and I was like, oh wow. Apparently, some Pol- some Polish dude wrote like I think it's a trilogy or a few books or whatever, and they weren't selling like until the games, and then they blew up. Over there though, <laughs> over in Poland. Yeah, yeah, over in Poland. But uh. Going back to him, like, he's on the come up in terms of, like, being a more established actor in America. Because, you know, he's British and stuff. Right. Ben Affleck's a seasoned vet. You know, he's been around in the game for a minute. And they wanted to get that. They wanted to get paid. The Warner Brothers is like, nah. We can't warrant that. And they're like, you know what, then? I'm out. Which I, honestly, I dig it. I think that's all right. That could be the best move for everybody involved. Same thing for, uh... Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth for Star Trek Four. They, you know, they were they want to do a fourth movie. All those actors are are attached to other bigger franchises, and they want to get yeah, that like money. Yeah, like Chris Pine is now with Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, and he was fantastic. In yeah, that. and Chris Hemsworth, Thor, you know, Thor himself. Because so when I heard that he was linked, because you know he was. Kirk's dad in the first movie. Yeah, they wanted to do a time travel sequence in this in this new movie that they were planning. I'm like, wow, that sounds that sounds that really could work. However, the fact that they wanted to get paid and Paramount's like, no, they shelved the thing because they're like, well, then we're not gonna. Yeah, and there's a Tarantino one supposedly in development. That's so like. And like Ron Tarantino and Star Trek, that just no. And it's R rated too. No, I don't mind him going for doing a sci-fi, but I don't think that's gonna work. That's no, yeah. There's a certain like, even though it is Tarantino, and I would see it no matter what. The thing is, uh, when it comes to adaptation, like different portrayals of like, or different versions of like a series. Personally, I don't actually mind when they do that. In fact, sometimes I encourage it. It's just keep it separate from like 
the, the actual canon. You know, for example, like Krypton. So Krypton, like, is oh, a pretty... you talking about this sci-fi? Yeah, show? yeah. and sci-fi, eh, you know. Eh. However, I think it's a killer show because it really, it's a, yeah, because really interesting how it takes place two hundred plus. 200 plus years before the destruction of Krypton through the perspective of Superman's great-grandfather who's in his 20s. And, you know, you get to see more of Krypton and, like, you know, their ideals and, like, what's going on and stuff. And then this guy from the future shows up, uh, present day, you know, shows the future and is like, hey, like, your, your descendant is, like, our planet's mightiest hero. And... Apparently, villains are now time-traveling to take Superman out for good. And I'm just like, wow. That's actually really... And the, the show is really cool. Hmm. So you, should, you Might have out. to check that out. I was a little nervous, too. Because, you know, me being a Superman fan, DC fan all day, every day. I was a little hesitant, but I gave it a shot. Especially and I with it. sci-fi picking it up. Yeah. Because I remember when sci-fi was just a joke. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, well, like I said, it's still our <laughs> joke, but... Not as much. They're still, you know. Did they can't they canceled Channel Zero, man? Like, yeah, that's a bummer. Like, what? I know NBC Universal owns Sci-Fi, so maybe they're take they're borrowing ideas. Like, let's see what really well-established show we can cancel next. The Expanse. It's a great show. They canceled that. I mean, it got, that, it got picked up though. Isn't was that the Tom Jane one? Yeah, he's great. Surprising. You know. I love Tom J. Yeah, well, check it out. Um, but Kirtan's good. You should definitely check it out. It's interesting. Brainiac looks awesome. You know, they don't do too much CGI. They do a little bit of a guy in a costume, but they kind of do a little bit of a... As, you know, that's how they should look. You know? A little bit of realism, but a little bit of, like, the comic book look, you know? Right, so. of course. So, over last week, I finished The Punisher Season 2 on Netflix. I still need to finish it. I watched the first episode. And I thought it was probably a lot better than the first season. It's good. Billy Muzo, or however you say his last name. Ben Barnes. Yeah. He was fantastic. He's a good actor. And the guy who plays Curtis has a lot more to deal with this season. Oh, yeah. I love his character. Well, too bad it's getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you can you really cancel a show when it's streaming? I mean, I guess you could. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since they air a season at a time, how can you... Tr- you know what I mean? How is it considered canceled? I feel like it just... They should just say they're not Buffering. doing a next... <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> they're not doing another season. But I feel like with streaming services like the Netflixes and the Hulus and stuff... When they all drop a season out of t- one season, boom, right there, and then kind of like go back into the abyss to the next like season. How do you? Well, how would you even say it's truly canceling a show when you it's know? on a streaming service? Yeah, and, and you people can watch it. You drop the whole yeah. thing at once. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, honestly, we knew that was going to happen. Like. Their, their contract's ending this year anyways, or has ended, or ending. And when that happens, usually they don't get picked up. Well, it's more like Netflix is axing the stuff just so 
Disney can migrate all their resources to their streaming service that starts later on in the year, which I do not care for, except the Star Wars show that they're doing. Yeah. That's it. And speaking of which, uh, the Criterion Collection just sent out an email to everybody that their service is coming up in April, I think. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that to see if they have most of the Criterion editions of their movies. That'd be dope. Because Filmstruck sucked. (laughs) There hasn't been a bigger flop since the Zoom came out. Wow. That that, that (laughs) did fly. Speaking of which, you know, going back to uh, Channel Zero, uh, Shudder might pick up the next season. Really? Just because... It's already streaming on Shudder, right? Yeah, like the first like two seasons, I think. So it could be possible that Shudder might pick up the next... I hope. Because, dude, got to watch it. Great. I have watched all seasons, all All episodes. Yeah. Great, isn't it? I ate it up. That's great. Except season two was kind of... True. American Horror Story is fodder. It's all about Channel Zero. American Horror Story is too hit and miss with me. Yeah. I... I get it's, how they do the whole, like, each season's different, but I think, too, it's, that's where it has detriment, because each season's different. One season might resonate and be like, wow, this is really creepy and effed up, but the next season might just be like... Eh. Yeah. So. Another series that may end up being like that is uh, Miles Teller has a new Amazon show coming out. It's created by the guy who directed Drive... And the Neon Demon and Only God Forgives. And they're doing a thing where each episode is 90 minutes long. When's that? I have no clue when it's coming out. Is there a teaser? There is a teaser. There are promo clips out, but not a whole lot to go on. I'll have to check it out. Sounds legit. Did you... So you watched the Super Bowl. What did you think of the Avengers TV spot? I loved it. I was waiting for tickets on sales. Like, damn it. But they, I know. <laughs> they didn't do it, of course. So they're probably going to do what they always do. They're going to just drop a trailer in the middle of the morning when everyone's like at work and stuff. Yeah, and it's like 3 a.m. Pacific time or like... It'll be like 10 a.m. their time. and then So when we're waking up, we just wake up. Three like, and, and it's all sold out. Avengers... Uh, tickets are on sale now. Like, like how they did with Star Wars? Yeah. They'll, I feel like with the next trailer, they'll do on sale. Because it comes out in April. It's February now. So that's... Yeah, it's got to come up close. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for Endgame. Uh, I'm really excited for Battle Star Alita. I... So, I... For me, it's a bag. It's a mixed bag because... Well, I know how you are with anime. Yeah, and mangas and stuff. But I, I, I read a little bit of Blade Discussing's review. I'm, I feel a little. Bit, I think there was more care that went into this, which is good. Finally, you know, it's not that. And I'm it's here. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, who I, who I like. So I'm, I'm curious now because with these, when they make adaptations of, and you it, know, and you know, it had James Cameron's technology for the IMAX 3D. Right, true. Which, by the way, Avatar did not age well because if you look back, no, 
Holy shit. It was just Pocahontas. That's all it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which, you know he wants to make like a franchise of those movies? <sighs> I don't know when the second one is coming out, but he, he, he <laughs> wants gonna to be, make... We're going to be 70 by the time he those comes out. He wants to make out. more. He wants to have Avatar as a franchise. Which... And he wants to make it like where you don't have to wear glasses for the 3D. Right. Which is going to take a long time. Yeah. But overall, like, I'm curious with Battlestar Alita. Like I was like I was saying, like, I get a little weary when it comes to adaptations of anime and manga because either... There hasn't been a good one yet. Ghost of the Shell was almost there, but I think... It's so potential. Yeah, I think the only issue with that is um, the studio didn't understand the source material. Which is weird because they got the creator to produce the movie. So it's like <laughs> yeah. you had all the questions that you would have had. You know, I actually you... <laughs> think I went to go see that in IMAX 3D. Yeah. And I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, I just I mean, haven't seen it since. Well, you know, you're not missing much. In fact... Um, which is also probably why we'll, we won't even get, like, an Evangelion live-action movie. Because, like, that's even more complicated. You'll see when you watch it. You'll see. It gets, it's like I said, like I was saying earlier before we started recording. It starts off, like, giant robot v. aliens. You know, stuff you've seen before. But then halfway on, it just gets real, like, what is going on here? It's awesome. <laughs> But it's like, what is happening? So, seeing a live action of that. And what? They've been trying to make Akira, or what is that called? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They've been trying to do that for almost like two decades now. Studio, they don't want to spend the money for it. And honestly, like, I... Leave it alone. It can't... I think Akira is too... Is too part of that decade... To translate it, it to now? It won't. Yeah, it just won't work. It won't work. And when did it come out exactly? Japan, probably, what was it, 88? Yeah, I want to say 89? close to the 80s, right? Yeah, well, towards the end of the 80s. But yeah, yeah. And that was like what, and the, the animation is so pristine and it's detailed. The, the cinematography is amazing. You know, actually, you know if they're going to do a live action, you know who has to do it? Warner Brothers and uh, Blade Runner people because it is very Blade Runner-esque in terms of like getting a dystopian yeah actually in fact yeah if you want to do a live action Akira get Dennis Velview his boys that did Blade Runner 2049 to do and it's it's Warner Brothers I mean so there you go same material there you go that's how you do it can probably use the same sets too uh maybe they can use the same uh Shot whatever they use to shoot Blade Runner twenty forty nine, which I haven't seen since I have seen it, but I need to watch. Because you need to have like a whole day dedicated to it. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not only the movie itself which is like just under three hours, but mm-hmm. all the special features that come on there as well. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like two thousand one a space odyssey. You just need a whole day dedicated to it. Yeah. Did you now speaking of which? Now, we're, since we were talking about franchises and adaptations and stuff. So, earlier this year, well, towards the towards the conclusion of last year, 
20th Century Fox wanted to expand the Alien franchise. And then I'm they like, did, yes! But they, then... They did the 20th Century Fox thing to do. Mobile game. What? Who? No. <laughs> that is such a Fox move. It really is. In fact, it, so I checked out gameplay for it. It's kind of like a Five Nights at Freddy's vein to it. I don't know if you've ever played Five I Nights I have not. So, real quick. So, Five Nights at Freddy's, you play as a guy in a pizzeria in After Hours, checking over cameras, and the, the animatronics come to life and try to kill your ass. That's, so, like, every time you look at a camera, <laughs> they'll, be, they'll be, like, just here. But if you look again, they, like, won't be there anymore. While you're watching the power of the doors that, like, keep because like if, every time you use the cameras it consumes the battery right until eventually like you know and then the jump scare of like the animatronics like Bleh! but anyways so it's it's kind of in the same vein where you're playing as Amanda Ripley you know uh, Ripley's daughter um you're guiding a Wayland yutani crew like into the space station and trying to like reactivate stuff while keeping yourself safe um so you kind of like to have to like Help them out, tell them to go here, go there, da, 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 while being sure that you're, like, okay. So I'm like, you know what, that's actually kind of interesting. Still. And then they had the nerve to be like, we don't plan on making uh, any movies or games. It's like, but you just released a mobile game. No one wants that, first of all. And two... No. Nobody wants a mobile game. Yeah. You, you put Alien 5 with Sigourney on hold to do Covenant. And it would have been done by Neil Blomkamp, who's yeah, fantastic. He's great. What the hell? But anyways. But they're about to get bought by Disney and all that, so... And they don't want any R-rated franchises. I mean, I hear I hear that they're going to to do that. Like, they're just going to have, like, a separate branch of, like, R-rated, so, like, Deadpool... And like, kind that. of how Touchstone was formed back yeah, in the day? yeah. Yeah, when they did the whole when they were doing the whole merger thing, that's what they announced that they were going to have a own branch of. Well, because didn't Marvel they movies. have Touchstone and Miramax? Who? Disney. I don't, I don't know. I know they had Touchstone because that was a big issue with uh, getting glass made. Oh. Because hmm. that was under Touch Unbreakable was under Touchstone. Ah. And that was owned by Disney back in the day. It's not because glass is universal. So, yeah. So, I was like, I was like, oh yeah. Speaking of which, like, so much for a dark universe, whatever the hell they were planning on doing, they just shelved it quietly, without, uh, without a peep. Which it it had potential, dude. I I just I don't think starting it off with the mummy, but with Tom, like, <laughs> I do Tom like the, I do like the fact that Jason Blum does have control over that now because I heard he gets it he does but I some of his PG-13 horror stuff is made for like preteens it's not made for us yeah yeah true true so we'll see what happens with that I would love to see like a whole like mummy visible man wolfman Frankenstein all that like Luke Evans still wants to do be Dracula, but I'm like, homeboy, it's not, I don't think it's happening anymore. So. And Luke Evans, oh, that was, I didn't like that. 
Oh, that all. movie? It was alright. Dracula Untold, no. It was okay. I, I, it was <laughs> alright. We've had worse Dracula adaptations. Like, uh, did you not see Dracula 2000 with Gerard Butler? Nope. <laughs> Which, by the way, the trailer, when I went to see Hulk 2003, that trailer, like, at the time, scared the sh- Like, I don't know what it was, but... It just scary got- trailers got, get, got me back in the day. Well, so, yeah, me too. That's really? why I was like, I remember, like... <laughs> like, it starts with, like, the ominous music. It's like a thousand I think years the, ago. It's just like, Argh. I think the music got us more than that, so... Well, for me, it was a combination of, the, of both. It starts with the whole, like, uh, well, it hits with the honest music first, and then it's the, when they, when they did the trailer voice back in the day, where it'd be like, a thousand years ago in the depths of hell, it's just like, I'm out of here, you know, I gotta use the, <laughs> I gotta use the bathroom, you know. Popcorn refill. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, that's what I would, do. like, when I would see uh, movies with my family, so back in the day, and then we would, it would be like a, I'd be like, I gotta go to the bathroom, and then I would, like, walk slowly... Well, Lying I would in. no. I dart out the theater first. I dart the theater first, and then I walk slowly to like you know, every, about for like five minutes. You know, the chair's not that. And then like I'll kind of come back and then listen in to see if I hear like, and I'd be like, I think the trailer's done. Time to go back inside. <laughs> but I finally watched Dracula 2000 way later on, and uh, terrible movie. Well, it has Gerard Butler. I'm not surprised. Yeah, true. When he was like a no one. By the way, speaking of movies that used to skip, you ever see Hollow Man? Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know the scene? That was another one I wasn't a fan of. Well, it was shitty. Uh, Do you remember the scene where he's like becoming invisible? Yeah, and it's like all like over the place. Back in the day, that, that, uh, nothing more frightening. Besides the chestburster scene in Alien, but that that I don't know what it was, but it scared the living bejesus out of me. I remember when my mom was watching Roger Roger Niebert, and they were showing that they were doing a review for that, and they were showing that scene. I I was out of there. I'm like, see ya. Speaking of Roger Niebert, uh, one of my buddies posted something. It was a link to an old TV show that came out like 25 years ago called The Critic. Yeah. It's an animated film, like, TV show kind of in the same veins as Dalbert was back then. Mm-hmm. And it's just basically uh, poking fun at somebody like Roger Ebert. <laughs> Sounds funny. It's, it it's mostly on YouTube for free now. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, of course. Huh. It sounds funny, though. But other than that, like, it was just funny looking back and, like, you know, how the theater experience has changed. They don't even do theater. They don't even do the trailer voices anymore, really. They, I mean. They do on occasion, but so not. Like, yeah. Coming this summer. Have you ever seen Inner World with uh, Jamie... What's her name? Forget her name. Lake Bell. That's it. Have you ever seen Inner World? I think you'd like that because it's about people trying to become the voice of oh, yeah. the trailers. Oh, it's not. No, I have to check it out. Inner World. And she becomes, like, the first major, like, woman voice in an action movie, mm. doing the voice. Mm. 
coming is shoving. In a world where cars can fly <laughs> and time is irrelevant. And people can stop texting during movies. Yeah. That time will never come. I, all the times I've gone, I maybe it's because I've been seeing movies that are like super investing, but I've never really had an experience of like some like looking back or look and then have someone like maybe it's because the seats are so high now in the back like you can't really like maybe that's why they did that so when you yeah so you're not like you like start texting the person behind you is not gonna see it and stuff maybe that's why they did that um i remember i went to see what movie was it my ender's game before before i moved of course uh and a guy was i think a guy was texting like in the back and this guy was like hey for real dude like like getting all mad and told him to like put his phone away and stuff it's really that was really really intense. yeah that happened to me during the hurt walker when that came out huh. some guy got really pissed off at a dude <laughs> being on his cell phone and the guy that got pissed off at the guy from being on his cell phone got kicked out <laughs> wow <laughs> so he made such a scene to where the other wow <laughs> Backfire. <laughs> that sucks. Alright. Alright, well, that's that. I hope you all have a good night. Later, Gators. <laughs>